welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you want to run with the Game Changers, we're here at SAP Sapphire Now 2017 in beautiful Orlando, Florida. I haven't seen too much of Orlando, but what's happening here at Sapphire is beautiful. This is where more than 20,000 business leaders from all over the world have converged to learn, to share, to collaborate. We're talking innovation. We're talking digital transformation. We're talking disruption. We're talking the future and how to make businesses and the world run better. I have a very interesting quote, but our topic right now is what's making today's C-suite excited to go to work every day? Wouldn't you love that? Well, listen up. We'll give you a good reason. So here's a quote. We're calling it our buzz of the day. Very interesting because it has to do with the radio show name. Innovation percolates. You know what that means. When coffee meets blockchain. Now, the two key words here are coffee and blockchain, although I love percolates. This is a quote from Michael Scott just about a couple weeks ago, April 17, 2017, in Bitcoin magazine. We're going to be talking about blockchain, not about Bitcoin, so don't worry about that. Our topic today will be blockchain at the wheel driving the next generation supply chain. Ah, I finally got to it. I have two very special guests today. The gentleman sitting next to me is John Broderson. He is the global CTO of SAP Enterprise Digital at HCL. I'd love to shake your hand, Sean. Thank you so much. Um, pleasure. And a gentleman returning, he was here yesterday for one of our shows. It's Ryan Verubotla. Global, I got it, Global VP of Emerging Technologies at SAP. Ryan, welcome back. And I was planning to talk to Sean first, but you were the source of this wonderful quote, innovation percolates when coffee meets blockchain. And I loved it because I told Sean, they don't let me anywhere near coffee when I'm doing radio. And I said, can you wonder why? Can you figure? And he said, what did you say? Yeah, because you're naturally caffeinated. I am so flattered. <laughs> I had to get that out there. So, Sean, just give us a second. Ryan, where'd you find the quote? Do you, do you actually read Bitcoin Magazine? And what does this all mean to you? Uh, first of all, Bonnie, glad to be back here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is a quote that I came across a couple of weeks back. I do read all the industry journals, uh, definitely the Bitcoin Magazine. The quote is very, very interesting from a lot of different perspectives. Uh, first of all, I like coffee, like you. Thank you. And secondly... Uh, this show is called Coffee, Coffee Break, Break with Cream Changers. <laughs> there right. you go. Uh, most people don't know this, but coffee is the second most traded commodity after petroleum. Really? Indeed. And uh, more than 125 million people make their living from coffee trade. Most of them are small farmers. Mm -hmm. So there is a tremendous ecosystem, and here is where the new technology, blockchain, is coming to the aid in not only bettering the lives of 125 million smaller mm -hmm. farmers, but it's producing a product that all of us enjoy, coffee, on a day-to-day -day basis. Here you have the connotation of uh, blockchain, bringing in supply chain transparency, the mm -hmm. fair trade element, the social justice element. Also, there's an element of making sure the farmers get paid immediately. So it kind of brings in the whole concepts behind blockchain in one single code that most of us can relate to 
right away. Thank you. That was very elegant and very eloquent. Thank you very much, right? And Sean is shaking his head. Yes, yes, yes. So, Sean, first of all, tell us a little bit about HCL before we dive into our topic. What do you do? Where are you based? How long have you been with the company? Uh, sure. Thank you. So, uh, HCL is a $7 billion IT services company. Provide infrastructure, engineering, BPO, and application services. Uh, headquartered in uh, Noida, uh, India. And uh, my specific role is part of the SAP uh, global practice, mm-hmm. delivering transformation, digital transformation stories and journeys for our customers. Okay. So... In your own words, blockchain, what is it? We hear about it. It's coming up in every other conversation in business today. I know it has to do with ledger. I know it has to, a ledger. I know it has to do with if you use something in the blockchain, talking about money, but we're not going to get into Bitcoin specifically, there's a transparency that you don't see with paper money or coins. So how do we elevate blockchain to the place, its place in the role of supply chain? Why don't you put it all together for us? So that's a good question, and and I think you know the way Ryan set it up actually hits all of the key components mm-hmm. of what blockchain can really do for the economy and the digital supply chain going forward. Um, it 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 inspires a trusted economy where consumers have the ability to really understand the economic impact of their dollar, right? So uh, it is at at its source a distributed, trusted, transparent ledger. Okay. Right? There's some technicalities behind that, but I think those I'm three sure. concepts are very easy. Absolutely. Uh, what's important about uh, about all of that is, uh, is is what it can mean to business, the, mm-hmm. ef- the efficiency that it can bring to economies within these elements that were just talked about. I think um, specifically, if you look at the development of the digital economy, how platforms have created a technical architecture to consolidate and create efficiencies within the digital economy. And then what blockchain can do to drive even further efficiencies of trade within that, uh, the technology really drives a whole new set of, of business potential. You've heard it as a disintermediary, I'm quite sure, mm-hmm. um, but, it's, but it's, really more, it's really more than that. It's the, it gives a technical advantage to creating efficiencies in the marketplace. In the, in the coffee example, it's about... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And Ryan, jump in, but it's yeah. it's 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 about a number of factors, right? So, fair trade. Mm-hmm. Yes. Starbucks promotes this as an example. Yes. Okay. Yes. But the mechanism that they have for uh, for certifying fair trade is an independent organization that mm-hmm. shows up at these independent growers Absolutely. once every five years. Really? Yep. Yeah. So I fully agree with you. Uh, you know the way we see a blockchain. Fundamentally, companies have a need to share the information across the boundaries. Mm -hmm. And also, there's a need for a single source of truth. Yes. And previously, the technology didn't exist to create this distributed ledger, which is distributed across multiple companies in supply chain, with one single version of truth. That is what blockchain fundamentally does. It allows you to create a single distributed ledger where you can create a single definition of an item and securely and trustedly follow it as it goes through Mm -hmm. different steps in the supply chain. You know, as a kid, many of us have played the phone game. You sit in a circle. Oh, sure. And you yeah. start the whisper, over here. The whisper game, phone game, right? right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you go around, and you start with something. And by the time it comes back to you, <laughs> it's not the something that you started not with. Not even close. 
blockchain eliminates that in the supply chain. That's a great analogy. Okay. You, can, can we do a, a telephone game? You want? Do we, we need about eight more people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I think we're pretty honest, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, this is a blockchain right here. You say it, we get it. And, yeah. and, and the headsets are working really well, so we can hear exactly what we said. I, I have a maybe a very naive question for both of you. Okay. Let's say uh, somebody is starting up a business and they're uh, they have a sophisticated concept, and it might not be coffee. It might be let's say they want to uh, they want to market uh, special hairbands for young girls, and they have a concept where they the hairband changes color according to <clears throat> whatever the girl's outfit is. There's some kind of liquid gel inside, and it's a mood, like a mood ring. I'm making this up. Fancy? No, I like it. It's oh, good. you do. Okay. There's a market for this. So, I so think. they. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, especially with red hair. So th- they want to get going, and they say, well, you know, we we've heard about this blockchain, and we like the idea of a single source of truth. We like the source of transparency. We like the idea that trust, oh my goodness, who doesn't want trust in their business, right? You want to start out on the right foot as a new business. So where do they go to start with blockchain? Do they go to their I told you it was a naive question. Did they go to their bank? Mm-hmm. Did they download an app? Did they knock on HCL's door and say, hello, Sean Broderson, we saw you on Game Changers Radio, and we understand you're the expert on blockchain this week, and Sean, you got to get... Did they call up Ryan? They say, Ryan, and, and we, we know about you, and we think you're really cool, and we love the coffee percolated quote, yeah. but can you help us? So where does somebody go to start? Is that an okay question to ask? I, I, think it, I think it's an okay question to ask. It's, it's, not, a, it's not an easy answer to provide. So it's I a didn't very, expect an easy yeah, answer. A, a very, just give us a clue. Well, it's a very fractured marketplace because it's nascent at the moment, right? Okay. So there's lots of independent consortiums. There's lots of uh, major OEMs and kind of big tier one large enterprises that have gotten together to collaborate on different subtopics of mm-hmm. supply chain and finance and et cetera. And so it's not an easy answer for a small company. Okay. What would be important for that small company is to understand what value the blockchain technology could provide to them. So let's say that they wanted to do a a made in the USA product and it was made right there in their hometown. They could deploy an application on their phone, which identified the person that handmade that band, okay. certified that the products that went into it were legitimately local products, right? right? Okay. Uh, tag that with a with a sensor, a smart device okay. that tracked IoT. that, that all the way out to the, 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 the retail distribution point. Right. So you can now, uh, you as a consumer could scan that Tag that that uh, let's 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 say that you used a, a 2D barcode, right? A QR, uh, on the QR, hair, a QR code on the hairband. On the hairband, okay. And you get a little story about Jane in you know South Bend created this hairband, right? And here's the list of materials that went into it, and they came from these organic farmers and etc. Right. And so you're building this trusted economy, right? And the ability then for all those folks to get paid on a blockchain would be when you decide, I like this store, I like this product, yes. you buy it. Instead of the money going from the retailer back to the distributor, back to the OEM, right. who's then going to pay the suppliers. As soon as the transaction is verified on the trusted permissive blockchain, everybody gets paid at once. Just like that. That's elegant. That's that, a great that's, example. That's, that's a, a solution, and, and, and hair bands are probably going to come back in fashion now. Because just because of, of that. Yeah, just, yeah. just because yeah. of that. Very interesting. I have never asked anybody that question, and thank you, Sean. I, I think if we drill it, seriously, if we drill it down to, to a level, yeah. you have explained how it works, a little bit about how to get started, but most important, the components that make it special and make it something that companies would want to use, right? Yes. Who doesn't want 
everybody getting paid at once. Who doesn't want transparency? Who doesn't want to know the components? Who doesn't want to have a validation of what you think went into that product and who made it and the source and their intention? You even mentioned story. The world is all about storytelling right now. All about storytelling. Yeah. This is a beautiful thing. It's the experience thing. from beginning to end. It's this the engagement with customers. Yeah. Are you excited about blockchain? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and is blockchain is blockchain making supply chain exciting? I, th I think it's absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So a couple of quick things there. Yeah. Um, one of the, in fact, uh, we are at Sapphire and are meeting with a bunch of customers. And one of the most prevalent use cases that we see is this whole supply chain transparency, track, track and, and trace that mm -hmm. we have been talking about. And going back to your earlier question, Bonnie, uh, we realize it's very complex. The technology is nascent. Mm -hmm. And we get this question all the time from customers, especially smaller organizations. How do I start a blockchain project? Mm -hmm. Where do I get these technology underpinnings? Yeah. And so we just made an announcement yesterday about blockchain as a service. SAP is in the business of helping our customers. Really? Absolutely. We How would love perfect. to. Perfect. Indeed, indeed. And, and, and there are two ways you can go about. You can join an existing blockchain mm -hmm. or you can create your own new blockchain. And both are possible, right? If I'm a small manufacturer, I may not start with a blockchain of my own but I may be part of a bigger blockchain or a Ariba or any kind of a system that automatically offers a blockchain component built in. So one of the examples that I come across quite often is this whole uh, airline parts example mm -hmm. where a part is manufactured in a foundry somewhere in China. The steel is melted in China. It comes to U.S., it goes to Parker Hannafin in Wisconsin, who machines it, makes it into a proper airline part, which is inspected mm -hmm. maybe by Boeing. It goes into a, a warehouse where American Airlines picks it and then puts it in their warehouse, and then from there it gets on a plane. This <laughs> whole track, you want to be sure it's genuine. Yes. It hasn't been tampered with. Yes. And that it is something that you can, uh, you can confidently say there are no defects in the process. Right. It's authenticated. And that's the example of the power of blockchain, if you can bring this whole in thing. supply chain. Yeah. It, Sean wants to say well, something. Absolutely. Sean, well, well so, so that's the beginning of the story because that's about creating something new and giving transparency to the newness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now American Airlines has bought that part, and it's a rotable part. Yeah. It sits on an aircraft. Actually, it sits on multiple aircraft throughout its life, mm -hmm. and there's information that's gained about that part. Okay. okay. So it has a life beyond what, what you or I would consider mm -hmm. disposable product. Okay. So the part and is, it, in a way, in service because it's providing it, data. It's in service. It is yep. repaired. It is yep. overhauled. Right. It, more life is added. Sometimes modifications are made to yeah. it. All of these things are important for the life of the part. And now, sometimes that part goes into a rotable pool, which mm -hmm. is accessed by, say, let's just let, you know, let's say British Airways wants mm -hmm. to now mm -hmm. buy that part from the pool. Got it. They want to know the life history of yes. that part. Yes. Yep. All of those things that were happening in, in, the, in the life cycle of operation of American Airlines to that part can be written and shared on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. And then American Airlines can verify that what they are Perfect. buying is exactly uh, what they think they're buying. 
You know what I'm going to say next? Three little words. To be continued, because I'm going to invite both of you to appear on a full-length one-hour Coffee Break with Game Changers show this summer, if you'd like to be my guest. Oh, yeah. Very, very Wherever loved. you are Absolutely. in the world, you'll, you'll call in. We have a lot of talking points. We, have a t- we even have our opening quote, don't we, Ryan? Thanks to you, because there's a lot more to this story, and I think it's a story that needs to be told, and I'd be very honored if you would be my guest. So we're going to say to be continued. So I have two questions for you, Sean Broderson. How far away did you travel to come to Sapphire? Uh, actually, I live in Columbia, South Carolina, so it was about a five-hour trip through Atlanta, of course. You drove? Uh, no, I, 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 flew. <laughs> I flew. I flew, but, but it's because I leave, I leave here and I'm going to Costa Rica. We're not talking about airlines. Okay, thank you very much. I'm going to Costa Rica and, for me. Well, it's, it's wonderful yeah, for you. Hey, good. you yeah. got a destiny, you got a future there, boy. Um, how many sapphires have you attended? Uh, I've been in the industry for um, 17, 18 years. This is probably my 13th Sapphire somewhere. Wow. Okay, you're yeah. right about in the middle of the pack. We're taking an informal con- contest of who's been. I'll tell you how many won so far. Ryan, help me, tell us again how many Sapphires. Uh, 11 Sapphires. Okay, all so. right. Here's the breaking news. Yesterday we had somebody who says he was at 26 Sapphires. Wow. wow. Underneath wow. that we had two 20s. We had a 19, and I think we had a 13, an 11, a couple of 4s, a couple of newbies. So I'm just thrilled to speak with both of you. So I'm going to say to my listeners, it's time for our call to action. Fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? For goodness sake, have a cup of coffee, learn about blockchain. And we're so pleased. Be a thought leader, be a game changer right now, just like Sean Broderson at HCL. And just like Ryan. And I'm just going to say, our Ryan, there you go. (laughs) At SAP. So Bonnie D. Graham signing off, guys. Wave to the audience. Thank you so much. We'll be back soon with more from Sapphire. Thank you. 